0: Stay winning at Capital One Arena when you use Clear. Download the free Clear app and use it to beat the crowds during the playoffs. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Florida evens the series with a lopsided Game 2 win. Puck management and goaltending struggle in defeats. And Game 3 at Capital One Arena coming up tomorrow afternoon. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, May 6th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One Arena. After stealing home ice from the Panthers in Game 1 in South Florida on Tuesday, Capitals stumbled in Game 2 last night at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. Final score, 5-1. to one. After a game that felt like the Capitals had flipped the switch and moved into playoff mode, Ben, last night's game felt like what we saw from the Caps at the end of the regular season. Not a lot of offense, leaky goaltending, and a lopsided loss at the hands of of the president's trophy winners
1: yeah except for the first 15 16 minutes of the game it was such an oddity the way the capitals came out and they were so sound defensively so stingy defensively those first 15 16 minutes but then as you noted it reverted to what we did see at times during the regular season for all those reasons the turnovers the leaky defense the leaky goaltending and ultimately you do that against the highest scoring team in the nhl they will make you pay they did make you pay 5-1 blowout win for the Panthers and just an odd sequence how it unfolded from a camp's perspective. So good at the start, so good on Tuesday night. And then, bam, it's as if a flip was uh, switched as far as the Panthers are concerned. And they, too, I'm sure feel good looking more like themselves as they did during the regular season.
0: It was a good start defensively. The second period, the downfall, a four-minute power play. The Capitals could not convert along the way. Then three goals allowed, a couple that I felt Vitek Vanacek should have had, but puck management by the Capitals, which was so good for most of that first period, not nearly good enough in the second period. And if you give the Panthers extra chances and time and space, they're going to take your lunch money, and they cashed in on that middle frame last night and then some.
1: Yeah, the deflating goals really. The one that made it 3-1 for Florida for context. Capitals had just scored. They had just gotten on the board. They had cut their deficit in half. It was 2-1. It was a manageable deficit at that point. You're down by one shot. And on the very next shift, 27 seconds later, Mason Marchment scores that one of the goals that beat him five-hole that you would think Vitek Vanacek, objectively speaking, would like to have back, and how many times during the regular season did we see that? Those deflating goals as far as when they happen. Time in the game. This was very next shift after the Caps had scored, so certainly deflating, and then later on, to your point about the puck management, the costly turnover down 3-1 that led to the Anton Lindell goal, 4-1 Florida. That was after a failed clearing attempt from the Capitals, and then just one more for good measure, the 5-1 goal for Florida. We're going over all the goals, but they were all, you know, the defensive breakdowns and the leaky goaltending. The quarter for Hagee really took the air out of the Capitals' balloon at that point, I would think. the, The momentum all on Panthers' side, but another one that Vanacek would have liked to have back just the way it unfolded in that second period it really just slipped away from them yeah not good and certainly looked a lot like it did at times unfortunately during the regular season when it wasn't going well
0: it's tough to find a lot of positives in a game like that last night but at least in the first period we did see that when the capitals are at their best they can play smothering defense panthers couldn't even get across the red line in the first period for 17 minutes tight checking good gap control replicate that for large portions of the rest of the series. They can frustrate the Panthers, and they can win this best of seven. That might be easier said than done, but at least we did see the blueprint for what they can implement, and we saw it in the first period last night.
1: Yeah, I think that that'll that be the video session that the players maybe potentially do enjoy a little bit of, and I would think Peter Laviolette and the coaching staff, they will highlight that. They, they do make an emphasis of that, and they did during the regular season, pointing out the good. They go over the not-so-good, and I'm sure they will – But there certainly are clips, and there will be clips, and there will be things to review and go over that say, this is how to do it. Revert to this. Go back to this. We had a good foundation. We had a good start. Let's replicate that in the first period and not leave it after 15, 16 minutes of action because it was there. You're right. The blueprint was there. The foundation was laid again. We saw it also in game one. There are elements that they could build off of and potentially uh, try to replicate here in game three.
0: It's probably going to be tough to get Tom Wilson back for Game 3 tomorrow. It's not impossible, but if he is able to go, Ben, he'll have been off the ice since Tuesday where he skated just a minute and 31 seconds. No practice for the Capitals today as they fly home this morning to D.C. No morning skate tomorrow with a 1 o'clock start time. If he's able to go, I'm sure he will, but circumstances with the schedule, not going to make it easy, and even though you don't really hear any real specifics, the vibe and the feel was, it just didn't sound like something that was long-term for Tom, but at the same time, it didn't sound like it was something that's just going to be a day or two either.
1: Yeah, we don't like speculating on injuries, but as far as getting back for Game 3, you're right, because the practice schedule, lack thereof, it would be a lot to ask. I'm sure he's if he's able and willing, he'll go and he'll give it a go, but The other thing that I look at, John, in last night's game, often when a player would be injured during the regular season for short term, Peter Laviolette didn't like tweaking too many of his lines. And we saw Brett Leeson come into the game last night, and that changed the fourth line. But also with Hathaway moving up, you change the third line and Oshie moving up. There were three lines that were affected because one player was not in the lineup. And that to me also suggested maybe these are going to be the lines for a little bit of time now. These lines are going to have some time to breathe and marinate and try to create some chemistry between them. That to me suggested maybe this is going to be a little bit of a, a longer term, at least not just a one game absence. Find out when we get to the game tomorrow and the coach
0: talks tomorrow morning prior to the game. Last thing, Caps pretty listless in the third period last night. They got out seventeen 17-3, but of those 17, Ilya Samsonov, who had come on in relief of Vitek Vanacek, he stopped them all albeit in a non-pressure situation. I asked this of Ken last night in the post-game show. I ask you now, who do you start in Game 3 tomorrow? Because Ken says he would come back with vtech but he would also have a short leash for him if he got into trouble again. What say you As this is now a pretty big pivot point in the series as the Panthers trying to regain home ice. It's a quick turnaround, a day game, and then Monday night is Game 4. This is a big decision
1: here. By the way, are you going to be the tiebreaker here? Because he said VTEC Vandacek. And I'm saying Ilya Samsonov. The fact, again, that there isn't an obvious choice kind of tells you everything you need to know about the goaltending situation. I understand Ken insane that it should be Vitek Vanacek again. I would argue if Vitek Vanacek was the undisputed number one, I would understand going back to him. There was a question coming into the series who the goaltender would be. I don't know that Vitek Vanacek, if he's not your undisputed number one, we thought there might be a little bit of going back and forth as there was during the regular season. I think you could go to Ilya Samsonov here. He showed himself well in the third period. Either way, you could make a case for both, which, again, tells you everything you need to know. May I ask, what say
0: you? I would side with Ken and say Vitek, only because I think that if you don't play Vitek tomorrow, I think the knock on what had happened with how this progressed was when VTech had a couple of bad games, he got pulled out. And his confidence was shaken, and I think he's still fighting that. I think that Ken's strategy is pretty sound, that you don't have a lot of time to mess around at this point. It's a best-of-seven. If he finds himself in the wilderness, I think you go to Ilya Samsonov, and it could be his to hang on to. You do need to find somebody, but I do think it's – listen, you've gotten to this point in the series, and you don't know going into Game 3. I don't think there's any question that this is a gigantic problem.
1: Yeah, and, and, and real quick, like, the reasoning that Candon and you maybe as well share is you don't want to start going back and forth. You don't want to turn to Ilya Samsonov and then have to go back to Vitek Vanacek, right? And my saying is you did that during the regular season. It got you 100 points. It's not ideal. It's not an optimal situation, but it's a situation that the goaltenders have been through. It's a situation that Peter Laviolette and Scott Murray have dealt with, and it's something that wouldn't necessarily be completely foreign for this team. Is it unorthodox in the playoffs? yes. Have they been through it during the season? Yes, they have. It's a good
0: point. Could very well go that way. Time will tell. The Capitals and the Florida Panthers, the series now tied at a game apiece. Game three, tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. All games in the Stanley Cup playoffs can be heard in D.C. on 106.7. Fan, you can hear the games everywhere else on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com.
1: Ben, have yourself a great playoff weekend, will you? Happy Friday and happy playoff weekend. That's chat Monday with the Caps leading the series 2 to 1, John.
0: For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go Caps. Tune in to Caps Radio 24/7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at capsradio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24/7 on TuneIn.